what's poppin and welcome to popcorn with cholo so yeah you're stop for all things pop and this is your show for all things pop culture every week we discuss things regarding movies film a joke pareho lang pala yun <laughs> movies tv sa pilipinas yeah. around the world everything under the globe <laughs> and today i have a co-host denny not dini <laughs> That's his Twitter name. And today, things are starting to get spooky here in Popcorn and in Radio Katipunan. We start our Spooktoberfest as we talk about this month's much-talked-about film, Joker, and just some general spooky things to begin our spooky month here in the show. So, what's poppin', Dini? What's been up lately? Um, I am really loving the October vibe around yes. everywhere. I mean, we're not a Halloween country, but I'm enjoying experiencing Halloween vicariously through uh, everyone on Twitter, everyone online. Yeah. And it's nice that we have a month designated for like horror movies, horror uh-huh. TV shows. It's nice that they're having their moment because normally they're really... Uh, normally we think of them as like B attractions but you know now they're really having a moment yes actually and parang as adults I feel like now we have the freedom to actually just be spooky or be like into the horror costume or actually just costumes in general yeah parang I'll, I'll, I've noticed a lot of parties na parang wow ang dami na nag- gusto mag costume kasi maybe in, when we were kids there weren't much opportunities to, yeah like, go to Halloween stuff yeah. unless you live in like a, a village. gated village in a gated village mga village yeah <laughs> <laughs> last word mga yeah. village so anyway if you're new here thanks for listening and um, of course we'd like to plug all our other episodes on Spotify Apple Podcasts YouTube everywhere you can listen to them of course you can also listen to them the back catalog of <laughs> Radio Katipunan on their own page and several other platforms. You can check that out on their Facebook page. So, ayun, before everything else, we'd like to have our pop current or our pop 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 pop. I can't say that word talaga sometimes for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and the show is called Popcorn. <laughs> Pop culture kernels of the week and our reactions to them. Is it a yes, a sax, a sad, or a pass? Game. So, pinakauna, uh, there's been this whole thing on Twitter regarding gatekeeping of art and it's regarding Abby C who's a famous typographist typographer typographist Type. in the Philippines yeah so because the the, the Van Gogh, Van Gogh Alive, Alive exhibit yeah. exhibit is coming to Manila pretty soon and there's been these series of tweets from Abby C saying it verbatim um, puro, also for sure puro pictures na naman yung hashtag content and honestly it doesn't give respect to the artists there's a reason why most museums don't allow photography in the first place ito pa yung ibang sinabi niya parang I went to art sciences museum exhibition before and really liked it and also team lab and they are really nice but Van Gogh's work on digital screens I'd prefer going to a museum anyway yun lang speaking up because I'm a Van Gogh fan Someday makaka-Amsterdam din ako. 
And then replying to another person, she's like, Van Gogh became super mainstream na kasi, but most people don't know his work as a whole, so IDK. I get naman the point of companies to combine the trad and digital experience, but it's probably my old-fashioned self negating this. Hehe. <laughs> and then, to more people, for sure magiging IG backdrop yan. It's a marketing ploy eh. So that's the tweet. That those are the tweets actually from ABC regarding the Van Gogh exhibit. Is it Van Gogh? Van Gogh? Um, I've always said Van Gogh, but I'm yeah. not sure. I'm, Maybe the American yeah. way of saying it is Van yeah. Gogh. Yeah. Maybe it's Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Lang ng go. Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, actually, nag-apologize na si Abby yeah. about it, saying, I would like to apologize with an S and not a Z <laughs> for the tweets regarding Van Gogh. I sent mm. those tweets as my personal opinion, and I didn't expect people to get hurt or offended by it. I'm sorry to those who took it another way, and that was not the intention by all means. At the end of the day, art is for everyone, and it is up to us on how we want to consume it. Abby. But anyway... Before that whole thing, it blew up on the internet. People are just saying, why are you trying to gatekeep this art for people? Parang, hindi mo naman pagmamayari yung art ni Van Gogh for you to like gatekeep it for everyone. I mean, what do you think about it? Obviously, this is yeah. very sad. It's mm-hmm. a pass, obviously. Oh, because yeah. Parang, it's actually hard naman talaga. Some things you want to enjoy for yourself like movies you love TV shows you love mm. pero parang you don't have the right to just keep it parang keep or gatekeep who's allowed to enjoy that piece of media that you enjoy what do you think about this? well I'll be honest and say that when I saw that this was trending online, I preemptively muted Van Gogh on my Twitter, <laughs> on my Twitter because we've had this discussion about art so many times uh-huh. about all different kinds of mediums uh-huh. of art. Um, because I mean, I'm personally a film person, so the uh, discussion I remember the most that remem- reflects this is like, you should see movies in the cinema, uh-huh. etc. But not everyone can afford to do that. Exactly. So ultimately, we have this discussion all the time about the proper way to experience art and ultimately i think that the important part is that we should make art accessible to everyone Uh however that is possible if and we're not and given that it's not feasible to actually transport an actual honest to god van gogh from a museum to here without like a massive cost uh the it ought to be fine that we ought to be like cool that people get to experience it through digital screens if that's really uh-huh. the most accessible way we can For experience them. Van Gogh. We can quibble about the right way to experience a certain piece of art. Yeah, and she's not yeah. Van Gogh. Yeah, she's not be. Van Gogh. Parang, di ba nga, yeah. in his lifetime, he wasn't even yeah, able wasn't. to experience people experiencing yeah. his yeah. art. And now that it's a worldwide yeah. phenomenon, I think he'd really like classic it. Classic yeah. art na siya. Yeah. Is it classic, modern, it's, modern classic? Yeah. It's if you'd call classic, it that. I'm not an art person. <laughs> can, it's Canonic, uh-huh. canonical. Yeah, iconic na ganun. Yeah, like Van Gogh is honest. Van Gogh honestly has always been mainstream, so she mm. can't be she, all like he just became mainstream yeah, recently. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like Starry Night might be the most famous painting 
that isn't the Mona Lisa. So and we can't really you know. like dictate how people actually like appreciate art or yung parang not specifically TV and film, but yeah. like art like this. Na, yeah. you know they might their only appreciation of it might be to take pictures with yeah. it off it, off it. Parang, yeah. I don't mind. Yeah, take I've taken a picture with the Mona want. Lisa myself. Yeah. Take <laughs> as many pictures as you want. I once locked out into a trip to the Met and I took so many pictures. Exactly. I knew yeah, I it. might That's never the... be back, you know. <laughs> Parang, yeah. wha- like, I'm excited for yeah. this exhibit myself. Yeah. I mean, ako, ako, not to flex or anything, but I've yeah. been to the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam. Ooh, nice. It was great. But I'm also looking forward to see this digital version because yeah. it's going to be a different thing. And if you haven't seen that Doctor Who episode about Van Gogh seeing people um, yeah. appreciate yeah. his work, that's amazing. Watch that episode of Doctor Who series 5 of the revived series that's episode 11 yata if I remember correctly because I love Doctor Who go watch Doctor Who in general it's amazing <laughs> and Matt Smith is my favorite doctor so ayun, that's it for the Van Gogh ABC gatekeeping controversy pero last ano na siguro last uh, word about it parang at the same time I'm just generally having a problem with Twitter mob mentality and like call out culture. I mean, okay, let's call her out for this whole thing and admit she admitted it naman na her comments were out of line, but to just like go on and on about it, to bash her, to hate her, you know, I'm just done with these kinds of Twitter things at this point. <laughs> I am very same. My personal policy is if they don't have a blue check mark just don't do it if they have a blue check mark still think about it but yeah I mean, regardless the cancel culture not call out culture pala but cancel culture na parang okay can't people change can't people learn I mean yeah. people change mm, <laughs> yeah but la, I mean it's I'm I'm very sympathetic to um the people who do the calling out uh-huh. most of the time i do think I they naman. get a bit overboard because you don't i don't think we have a concept of how big the mob is the mob can get because yeah, they were yeah. just voicing our opinion but the that snowballs because ten thousand hundreds of thousands yeah, of us are voicing our opinion it's, acro- ag- ano na yeah. eh. it's, it's below the line of the way they like yeah. make fun of these people and you know, sometimes mm. it leads to even sadder news, mm. like what happened to the UP student last week. Mm. Um, may he rest mm. in peace. Yeah. And that's pretty much uh, an effect of mob mentality on Twitter. You can say that. Mm. So, yeah, but you know, it's just about being a very conscientious user of social media. As with anything. Not being, yeah, like you hold your opinions and be true to your opinions and you know call out when you need to especially yeah. if they're the powerful or the influential uh-huh. but you know just also be very mindful it's it's a tricky line eh? it's not it's there's no hard and fast and rule moderation, like as yeah. with anything yeah, there's no hard and fast rule but you know i'm very pro expressing your opinion but also yeah. very pro understanding that there are consequences beyond your control yeah it's just complicated be a, be a decent complicated. person <laughs> So yeah, that's it for our first popcorn. The next popcorn is the announcement of the PlayStation 5. So obviously this is tech news and Sony has un- confirmed that its next generation console will be called the PlayStation 5. Surprise, 
guys. <laughs> so it will be out holiday 2020. So we have a year. To, a year to. Ano, a year to hug our PS4s. <laughs> so maraming changes, including some rumble technology for the um for the, the controllers. Controllers, the vibrating, you know. Yeah, and uh, I think adaptive triggers also. That's what they're saying. I don't mm-hmm. understand technology too much for me to go deep into this, mm-hmm. but um, they're also saying that it has backward compatibility. Backwards compatibility. Parang wala pa ako nabasa specifically about it in the press release mm-hmm. so far, but that's a lot of the mm-hmm. rumors that were circulating before mm-hmm. the official announcement. So now we have an official release date which is holiday 2020 i'm sure it will be hitting the shelves and parang must sell out quickly so i'm just gonna wait till yeah <laughs> the hype has died down i'm, I'm happy with my ps4 mm-hmm. and i'm enjoying I, the time i have with it parang it's kind of hard to find time to play games in the first place so nga, PS5, ps5 i just googled will have backwards compatibility with seemingly all PS4 games. So that's great for people who already have PS4s PS4, and yeah. intend on selling them for the newer PS5. Yeah, they, at least they don't have to sell their whole um, game collection to upgrade. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, I mean, when I went to the PS4, I previously my main console was Wii U, which was kind of like... Whole different you can thing. call it like yeah. archaic at this point now. Yeah. But parang I had to sell a lot of my games and mm. parang I also bought them for the PS4 because it's like faster and everything. Yeah. So yeah. It's a yes for the PS5. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean I haven't had a I haven't had a play console since the PS2 just because I've never felt comfortable investing in a console. But I do think that the PlayStation I mean I've played with the PS3 to PS4. I think the PlayStation is the best of the console games. Mm-hmm. Of the consoles rather. Great yeah. library, great And exclusive. Yeah. Great exclusives. And the way the the way it's set up is just, you know, it's how you play games. It's how like my muscle memory is still hooked to the PlayStation yeah. system. So it's nice that they have a PS5. I would consider getting it, but also a console is a big investment. You know? Yeah, so let's just see. Yeah. Baha manalo ka rin ng yeah, manalo. Sa, sa, ano, manalo sa, sa office raffle. Office no, raffle. PS5. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next we have some local news so momoland has signed a deal with abs cbn so the k-pop group whose hits include boom boom sobrang laking hit nun last year last last year and their other single i'm so hot has signed with the network for a travel show and one of their members nancy who's part american or grew up in america i think We'll start in a teleserie called Soulmate with James Reed. So, because of that news, James tweeted, I'm honored to be part of this new project, Soulmate, on ABS-CBN, but please, guys, no love team names. I've already got Jadeen. Wow. The power of the love that James has for Nadine. Grabe lang. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Go, Jadeen. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting news. So I, I'd say it's a yes. I'm excited to see how this Korean series or Korean-led series will turn out. I mean, they've done a lot before. Na, um, if you remember, si Mario Mauer had the movie with Erich Gonzalez. Mga ganung, yeah. 
bagay na movies and I think it's gonna be the same but will they adapt like a K-drama kind of vibe for this kasi may Korean star sila so it's interesting stuff it's always like really cool I mean I personally am not the most knowledgeable person in terms of Korean pop culture uh-huh. but it's always really interesting I think when different pop culture schools like in this case Korean and Filipino which are already pretty intertwined they mix and create some something new and it's always really interesting to see how those dynamics play out like whatever it happens and yung uh, Momoland kasi actually is really really famous in the Philippines hmm. more than any other Southeast Asian country I think kasi dito talaga sumikat yung boom boom and because of that they became famous or a bit more known in Korea because the leading girl groups in Korea are you know Twice and Red Velvet and obviously Blackpink so all those yung mga leading groups but because of boom boom and the Philippines the popularity from the Philippines they kind of made a name for themselves so it makes sense that you know they'd come back to this market for even more content and aside from that um, MNL48 the group that uh, was born out of the idea of AKB48 from Japan also renewed their contract with ABS-CBN so they've been been getting a lot of um, attention internationally as well they're all Filipino but Major J-pop setup sila. So if you haven't listened to MNL48, they actually have pretty catchy songs as well. <laughs> so go MNL48. It's a yes for Mamolan and MNL48 with ABS-CBN. So we're down to our last two popcorns for the week. Number four is Rihanna is releasing everything but a new album. <laughs> <laughs> so the singer and Fenty entrepreneur is uh entrepreneur is now bound to release a book, a 504 page book, coffee table book sha with like a thousand um quote unquote intimate photos of Rihanna's life. I don't think it necessarily means intimate. Yeah. <laughs> Pero parang you know, just to look Get inside, it, yeah, you know, yeah. what, what that, goes on. Not that, that connotation yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And talking about the book, Rihanna says, I'm so excited to share this collection of incredible images. I'm very grateful to the talented photographers and artists who contributed. We've been working on the book for f- over five years, and I'm really happy to be able to finally share it with everybody. Parang sasabi mo rin about your album, but this yeah. time it's a photo album. I mean, kakalabas lang ng Savage X Fenty. I mean, Fenty Beauty is blowing up everywhere. And the only thing that people are waiting for is her actual ninth studio album, yeah. which nobody knows what it will be yet. Um, I mean, yeah. it's been a great... Mm. You know, it's a great couple of years for Rihanna. Yeah. I mean, I really, I do think Rihanna is one of the most uh, culturally impactful artists we've had this decade. Not she's, just in music. Yeah, and not just in general. And I think she's reached that level of cloud where she just goes, I'll release my album anytime and you're all gonna, still going to listen uh-huh. to it. So, I mean, it's great that she's diversifying into all these different fields. And I think that's really... Um, uh, great. That's really great and really exemplifies uh, how important she is to the culture. That she can just take a little sabbatical from music, uh, diversify her business interests, release a book, and all of these are just just get people as excited. It's just yes. a testament to how she's not just a musical icon but a cultural yeah, icon at this point. For sure. And speaking of iconic, I mean, yes, muna tayo for this. Yes. But oh, speaking definitely. of iconic female pop stars. 
Lady Gaga made an interesting tweet recently. Ang sabi niya, I'm calling my next album Adele. So, um, nobody really knows what she means. The internet is also like white, going wild. Parang, what do, you, what do you mean, Adele? And some people are saying na it might be some shade against her label. Because apparently, na, na move yung release ng new album niya uh, for parang to accommodate Adele's new release later this year or something like that. So they they're saying it might be shade, but you know she might actually call her album Adele, have a collaboration with Adele, a collaboration album with Adele. We don't know, right? Lady Gaga, Adele. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Lady Gaga did a collab album with Tony Bennett, uh-huh. so that was so good. Yeah, so like, album. I mean, she can make anything work. I think um, she's just such a great artist uh-huh. at this point. Just so she was really doing. I think a lot every artist in the 2010s, every pop artist owes a little something to Lady Gaga, just by how she was willing to push the envelope in 2009, 2000s, like the Stone Nobody Age. was doing that. No one was doing what she was doing, and and now we have Charlie X. Now we're now everyone's doing Everyone. what she's doing. But of course, like Adele is this whole different kind of um, pop culture icon. Adele, I think, has always been very singular. Uh-huh. You know, she's always been like, you know, I'm a release an album I'm every couple girl. of years. <laughs> I'm sad. I think like. Like this is my ballads. age this year. <laughs> I sing like really sad ballads and I have this really incredible vibe. I don't need to do anything else. I'm just going to show up in a nice dress and sing. A black dress. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just going to show up in like a shiny black dress. And her accent. Yeah. Co- Cockney accent. Cockney man. accent. It's just, you know, I mean, it would be interesting if it was a collab. It would be interesting if it was Shade. Honestly, yeah. I'm always, I'm all, I love drama. Legends. So. Talking about legends. Yeah. And working with legends. Just whatever it is, I'm, I'm here for it. You We're know? here for it. Mm-hmm. It's a yes as well. And speaking of Gaga, A Star is Born soundtrack has now reached double platinum after a year of release of the movie. So congrats to Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, everyone who made that movie. It's a great film. Super, super Great good. film, great soundtrack. I still listen to it. Shahalo. <laughs> grab it. Grab it that last, ano talaga eh, that last bit of her singing I'll Never Love Again. I'll Never Love Again. And then it just, wow. I think about that a lot in that it just cuts the, it's this really messy cut to Bradley Cooper singing at the piano. And it works because I cannot you know, just, I mean, everyone I've talked to started bawling at that cut. And I think that's just a great bit of editing. That was so great. Such a, so smart, such a smart cut. And it works because it's so jarring. Yeah. Okay. So that's our fourth slash fifth ish popcorn. And our last popcorn for the week, we just have a short in memoriam segment for quite a bunch of people who have passed away the past week in pop culture. So first of all, for fans of queer, Eye. The French Bulldog Broly, known for appearing in season three, starting season three, has passed away. Um, the French Bulldog was 10 and died of a heart attack and is actually owned by Queer Eye producer Michelle Silva. So, R.I.P. 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 Next is Mr. Carlos Celdran, who's a performance artist and cultural activist, just passed away two days ago. Um, we know, we probably know him if, if you're our age, millennial, <laughs> seguro. Yung stunt na ginawa niya in yeah. Manila Cathedral, <laughs> calling out Damaso. Yeah. And kasi that time yung church was against the RH bill, which is now a law. And he got excommunicated and like exiled from the Philippines for that. 
but you know wow the impact <laughs> nangyari din siya um syempre, aside from that he's not just a historian i think but more of like a performance artist who had walking tours or not just tours but performances around intermuros um with the if these walls could talk um tours and yeah he was 46 years old died of natural causes r.i.p 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 far too young and more from the philippines uh mr tony mabesa uh theater veteran and educator and uh, appeared in a lot of films also most recently most recently known for his work in rainbow sunset alongside mr eddie garcia um sila yung gay couple yeah doon. Um, yeah, he also passed away October 4th. He was 84 years old. And lastly, Miss Amalia Fuentes, who's known to be the Elizabeth Taylor of the Philippines in the old, in the golden age, yeah. I guess, uh, was 79 years old. And she passed away October 5th. She's also the mom of Lizelle Martinez, an actress who also passed away a few years ago. So. It's a sad yeah, it's for all these people sad. and all the families mm-hmm. and, you know, the industry yeah. that they contributed to. Yeah. So, we're ending the pop yeah. on a very sad note. <laughs> it's always I don't a know if bummer. I should have started yeah. with this or not. No, no. I mean, <laughs> it's it's respectful, I think, to uh-huh. have it in memoriam. So, a moment of silence for them. So, there you have it for our Popcorns of the Week. Medyo napatagal tayo sa cancel culture and all yeah. that. Uh, we will go on a short break and be back with our clowning around here in Popcorn. Welcome back to Popcorn with Charles Adairan. And now we are headed to our Spooktoberfest, the beginning of Spooktoberfest. So, you know, people all over Twitter are changing their names to some spooky related names. So might as well join the party of Halloween and October and everything and be 100% that witch. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm cursed with the name that isn't very easily Halloweenified. So I just, you know, I just, I stick with it and I just try to embody the Halloween spirit. Yeah, right. You know, scary name. Yeah, I think I, I think like one, one year I, like Jomni Sun did this thing where if you liked it, he'd come up with like, uh, he, if you liked this tweet, he'd come up with like a Twitter name this? for you. Jomni Sun, the, the Twitter guy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and then I, he came up with one for me, but I don't remember it. So I'm just gonna not change my name because it's just, it <laughs> Ako pag Star Wars for me. season, pangalan ko Han Cholo. <laughs> yeah, I mean that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But no. I couldn't think of a Halloween name. I, mean, so I still have the rest of the month. I yeah, you have the rest corn of the month. Corn stars, if you're listening, <laughs> let me know what you think my Halloween name should be. And Denny's as well. Yes. Denny's, Denny, Your... but, <laughs> Denny but spooky. <laughs> yeah, I think I did that for like one year, but I'm like, you know, I mean, I don't want to repeat. But yeah. I don't want to repeat unless it's good. There's some people who's... Some people whose Halloween names are just good and they repeat, and that's cool. Well, Lin Manuel Miranda says Evil Lin Manuel Miranda. It's so, pretty. I mean, well, I mean, he doesn't need to. He doesn't. Yeah. Like, use your creative energy to write that third musical. And, <laughs> or and whatever you want to do, you know. Hamilton movie? Question mark. Question mark. I don't know. 
So yeah, happy month of Halloween yeah. to everyone. We have a lot of Halloween, October, Spooktober content coming yep, yep. your way. Get hyped. I mean, nakita na ni Dini yung mga yeah. Denny pala. <laughs> <laughs> nakita na ni Denny yung mga plans for Spooktoberfest. And get hyped, get hyped. It's pretty interesting. I'm just gonna drop one um, one plan which is gonna be our Pop 10 Pinoy Horror Movies. Just like we had our Pop 10 Pinoy Rom-Coms previously. So, that's one thing to watch out for and there's a lot more to watch out for in this Spooktoberfest. So, let's just talk about about clowns now i mean clowns are pretty scary and pretty halloween i mean honestly <laughs> very few things are scarier yeah i mean syempre bata ka palang birthday party mo ba- baby ka and they're yeah. like who's this clown why is there a clown why why do you think our clown <laughs> we're just ra- randomly talking about clowns now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well dina man you know why we're talking about clowns but yeah anyway yeah. Well, why do you think clowns who, who what were invented? <laughs> well, I mean, I think clowns really stem from the whole court gesture shtick, where only the court gesture was allowed yeah. to criticize the king. So I think clowns were always meant to be this sort of cracked mirror reflection of hashtag society, uh-huh. and it's always really. I mean, you see it in how they're generally portrayed. It's white makeup, like. Distorted Happy features, faces like big noses, uh-huh. pale faces. Like the hair is usually yeah. red or Green. some different color. So it's always this weird, unnerving version of humanity. And sometimes it's, and for some people they find it funny. But I think generally we've come to accept the truth that clowns are scary. But ironically enough, you were saying it derived, or parang one of its roots is the jester yeah. in court, or uh, parang. Yeah. Alongside the king, but now clouds are the kings of yeah. the world for some reason. Right. <laughs> Parang I get it. Clouds have taken over, you know. I mean, hindi lang natin sila nakikita sa pop culture. You know, we live in the Philippines. This whole country is run by clowns, you can say yeah, that. Yeah, the jesters have taken over the court. <laughs> yeah, the jesters have taken over the court. You know, there's a lot to be, there's just a lot of la- a laughing, la- parang laughing matters from yeah. people who you deem to be yeah. leaders sometimes you just you just gotta laugh because you know it's the same kind of release as crying anyway yeah parang ang sad lang talaga so before i mean we're here to talk about one iconic clown but why don't we talk about some more other parang some more iconic, other iconic clowns yeah. in pop culture i mean aside from the philippine government and the world government <laughs> a circus <laughs> <laughs> sobrang Parang, there's no transport crisis in the Philippines. Ulul. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Parang, hindi ba kayo, hindi ba kayo sumasakay or hindi nyo ba nakikita kung gano'n nagsasuffer yung mga commuters? Ako, personally, I can't really have the best take on it kasi I have yeah. a personal transportation vehicle. Yeah. Well, personal transportation, I can't just say I have a car that yeah. I ride every day. I mean, sometimes I do take the MRT or ride a jeep but that's not a lot of times I'm in that privileged position Shempre, you know yeah and, and for people of who should be looking out for other people of this whole country parang ano nagloloko na lang ba talaga tayo I mean I think I mean I'm from a similar background where I'm also pretty I'm up very comfortably upper middle class yeah but even in that privileged position I feel the crunch of the of 
moving yeah. around in Metro Manila. So I can only imagine Apectado what it's like for people who have to commute, who have to catch the bus, who have to wake up really early just to catch the bus or to get like low if they grab, I guess, get low rates for the Jeep to beat yeah. the rush. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And you think of it as you don't generally think of it as labor, but it's time you spend Traveling to and from work, if that's two hours of your day and you have an eight-hour work day or a 10 or a 12-hour work day, you're essentially adding four hours to and that, they just which released, is ridiculous. And a list of like, the lowest quality of life in the world. We are the and worst we are in Asia. The worst, worst in, Asia. in Asia. And number three on the list. Yeah, it's just... it's. A massive, it's a massive bummer, and it really speaks to just the state of denial that a lot of the people in power want to. Like, and yet they have trips to Russia, and and are buying private jets. Exactly. Parang ano ba talaga? Sana pupunta yung tax money ng mga Pilipino. Mm-hmm. It's just so sad. Yeah. I mean, we're only here to comment, but hopefully some sort of public descent will start happening once all these public transport things yeah i mean once it i mean once i mean i mean i hope someone makes them realize i mean i think i'm pretty i'm i'm pretty sure it's not they're not blind to it it's just i hope someone makes them do something me i feel like may kailangan lang talagang isang mag-trigger ng something mm, yeah. that happens I don't know if kung malapit na mangyari yun or what. I mean, the LRT breaking down or in like not having full operations was pretty massive enough to be a transport yeah, like, problem. Yeah, so many people use that line. Exactly. And that's one of your better trains to begin with. And, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's it's frustrating to be a citizen in a society whose government citizen doesn't in the circus. really yeah well yeah in a circus sad so sad, sad. i mean this isn't just a random place to this yeah. the government but it ties into what we're talking about this week in terms of pop culture as mm-hmm. well so aside from the joker who we'll be talking about later because we live in a society yeah we do we do <laughs> um ano pang mga iconic clowns of pwede nang usapan well I'm, yeah I mean most recently relevant I guess aside from Joker is Pennywise yeah from the It series very uh unnerving I unfortunately who's had the... I haven't caught It chapter 2 yet uh-huh. but they're Pennywise has always been this really unnerving figure. I remember as a kid, I watched the original It. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, just, that freaked me out. The Tim Curry version, that just freaked me out, you know. And, iba, yung, yeah. iba yung freak, pagka-freaky clown ni Tim. Tim Curry, Curry kay versus, um, Alexander. Ale- I not Alex. Alex. He, uh, it's not Alex? No. Alex Skarsgård is like the super poggy macho. <laughs> Masculado one. Oh, it's um his brother. Scarsguard, Scarsguard, Scarsguard. Bill. Bill Scarsguard. No, that's the dad. Oh no, Stellan. Stellan is the joke. Dad. It's Bill, pala. It's Bill. <laughs> Why did? But no one else. Like, yung... yeah. I know Stellan's the dad because he's the <laughs> yeah, one in like, Mamma Mia. There's a dad. <laughs> the, it's the Scarsguard yeah. clan. Yeah. Anyway, but no one else. Like, si Bill. I just listened to a podcast with him <laughs> like a week ago. Anyway. Well, Pennywise, it, yeah. it really... This version yeah. is just even, like, more terrifying, I think. Yeah, it's, it's terrifying t- in different ways. Tim Curry is, like, a 80s kind of scary. Campy, you know? Yeah, but like, 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 yeah. 
extra parang it's more of like a, an exaggerated sad clown and Pennywise is like a monster talaga eh. yes like you can say it. yeah really sinister uh-huh. while Tim Curry is just more it's more campy I guess yeah, but, uh, which is it's just scary in its own right you know it's I can say in it chapter 2 I think I mentioned it previously in a previous episode of the show na parang I didn't appreciate it as much as the first ver- uh, the first um, part of the two part mm. saga of the revived it but it was it had its merits man mm. and yeah, Pennywise of course we also have like Krusty the Clown from Krusty the Clown the Simpsons Krusty is very different though uh-huh. he's not a scary clown he's he's a sad clown in the sense that his life is really sad it I is. mean as a Simpsons fanatic Krusty's just this really burnt out celebrity who's estranged from his dad and you know, uh-huh. it's a, he's it's a whole deal so Krusty's both Krusty functions as that sad reflection of society is he's just this washed up celeb which is, just yeah, which is a different kind of scary I think yeah I mean I don't think all clowns should yeah. be scary but yeah, speaking but of scary all clowns disturb in some sense yeah. especially for people who actually have clown clown phobia, phobia. I don't do know I don't know it? what the term is I just say we clown search phobia that now. Clown I'm sure phobia. the term is me and my term and my term and I just can't remember it's called cholerophobia. Uh, cholerophobia. Yeah. So anyway, speaking of scary clowns, I also remember I watched um, American Horror Story Freak Show, yeah, and they had um, Twisty, the, clear, the killer clown, and that was another deranged clown. And you uh, know, Captain Spaulding also, who's from a lot of different like pop culture mm-hmm. things. I think several movies yeah, that yun. Yeah. Um, if you like Modern Family, Fisbo, Fisbo, Fisbo. <laughs> um, Fisbo himself yeah. for fans of the show, which is ending with this last season, yeah, with this last season, season eleven, and I guess our favorite, not favorite, uh, Ronald McDonald, Ronald McDonald, who's a who's fast food icon, <laughs> Prob- probably the most famous of the clowns. You can say that. Yeah, he's everywhere. everywhere. Everyone as a kid has probably have that, had that photo on some bench sitting beside yeah. Ronald McDonald. I think Philippine thing, bal- Philippine thing lang ba yung may bench tapos pwede kang umupo sa tabi niya? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's, to pick, it's like a statue. I haven't seen uh, a bench abroad, but you know, I mean... Very, the Filipino thing I think about with Ronald McDonald is when you'd have like this birthday party and uh-huh. then a dude in a Ronald McDonald costume would just show up and that always unnerved me. But it's the version version. It's like a cartoonified uh, yeah. mascot instead of that. Parang it's an actual only, dude. Yeah, yeah. Parang it's only... I mean, there's an actual dude inside yeah. it. But it's also... It's only like... Once in a blue moon, where you get that one guy who actually puts has on the makeup, clown makeup, the wig, yeah, yeah, the, who has Ronald McDonald. Yeah, it's para, you know, all these clowns yeah. parading around and scaring people. And siguro yung killer clowns. Yeah, the killer clowns. There, there was a time, if you remember, na there were killer actual. Is it killer, 2016? This is yeah, a 20. Yeah. This sounds like a 2016 thing. The killer clowns would with be in forests with knives. They did, a, they did a BoJack Horseman storyline on that. Did they? They did like killer dentist clown season four. I just watched too much things to remember specific. 
episodes. Yeah. Right? I mean, I just mentioned the Doctor Who thing very specifically earlier, but that's cool. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> anyway, you're a what's the term for a Who fan, Who head, Who Who Vian, the Who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ibang bad, bad the palayon. So, parang killer clowns. Yeah, killer clowns. I mean, you know, clowns of we've pivoted as a society the clowns are scary and uh-huh. finally people are on the right side clowns are scary they are they are so I think maybe we'll talk about clowns in general before we head on to our main clown of I'm the good. week I'm excited I'm excited the to talk PRRD about the PRRD joke <laughs> <laughs> the main clown of oh, no. the year <laughs> aside oh. from a certain yeah I'm excited to talk about our main clown out there as well. <laughs> clowns everywhere clowns everywhere and their fellow clowns parading mm-hmm. around as well so after all that clown talk may isang break na naman tayo here at Popcorn and we are back here at Popcorn, your stop for all things pop. Of course, for Spooktober Fest, <laughs> the first episode. And we're now down to our last topic for the day, which is Joker. Our main man, Mr. J. For the week, at least. He's not my main man. <laughs> I mean, we're not, not, we're not Harley Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, before before we um, go to this, I think I, I forgot to ask Karina. Do you have any like scary clown experiences? <laughs> I, feel like, um, I feel like I do, but I've blocked out the details from my memory. I do distinctly remember running out of a amusement park because either I saw a clown or a nun both of which are very <laughs> scary are very scary beings to me to this day did you actually watch the nun yes I did watch the nun which that wasn't so it wasn't good. that good no parang Valak wasn't even there he was there but so he was much. scary he was but it's like the, all the scary was gone from Valak which is an accomplishment because Valak is really scary yeah but parang parang no, Valak was mystique. even scarier in yeah. The Conjuring 2 yeah than because the actual her actual yeah. movie I think when it, when Valak started talking there the whole mystique just disappeared <laughs> <laughs> ako parang wala akong maalalang clown story na nakatapot for myself I don't know I think I'm super manhid na when it comes to anything scary at this point I mean I still do get scared but nothing unnerves personal you. experience na I mean, failure is scary. Yeah, I, I mean, just these. But not everyone's pretty. Yeah. I guess everyone's. Adult fears, you know. <laughs> like, the scariest scene I've ever seen in a movie it didn't really involve any jump scares. It's, it's from Hereditary. I, I don't want to get into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I mean, Same I could, but it's really sad. <laughs> the, it's, it's the Hereditary scene where. Uh, spoiler, the wolf brother it. spoiler it comes in midway it's where he neglects his sister and his sister eats like an allergic like nut uh, and she dies yeah, yeah, yeah. like very adult fear for me because I'm an elder sibling you know oh, that's the scariest scene I've seen in yeah. a movie you know well it's different fears different fears different when you get fears, older indeed so okay after our clown talk we're down to our last clown for the day Mr. J so this iconic Batman villain and arch nemesis has finally gotten his own film. 
yung as in puro siya lang talaga yung movie and let's not um let's not of course we have to pay respect to the previous incarnations of this iconic batman arch nemesis or just pop culture character yeah. in general uh previous incarnations of the joker have been played by jack nicholson Shempre Heath Ledger, the modern day epitome of Joker. Still the best. <laughs> Mark Hamill yeah. himself actually voiced yeah. Joker in animated series, mm-hmm. films, video games. Yeah, very that iconic. version of the Joker that version is, is may, might be the I most. I think uh, you know childhood Joker. Yeah, that's the childhood Joker. Mark the, Hamill. Yeah, drawn really pointy, pointy and then with pointy, the laugh. Yeah, yeah, the laugh. Yeah. The Mark Hamill laugh is just also different. Yeah, yeah. Parang very sinister yung Mark Hamill yeah. take on it, but also very comedic. Very comedic, very cartoony. It's Joker at his most unnervingly caricaturic. Like Joker is obviously not a person uh-huh. in in Mark Hamill's hands. He's this entity, this force of He's nature. He's a monster, <laughs> and it makes that even more scary. Even if it is like a kids' show. And that Joker actually brought Harley Quinn to life, pretty yeah. much. I mean, the Harley Quinn originated from the animated series even before she appeared in comics. Yeah. So, I think that was paired with the Mark Hamill Joker. So, you yeah. know, Harley. I mean, versus <laughs> another iconic character in Harley Quinn. Yeah, I mean, right now, I think Harley Quinn is one of the most popular DC characters aside from, like, you know, Superman, Wonder yeah. Woman, Batman. Birds of Prey out Feb 2020. Yeah. We, uh, I just talked about the trailer last week. What yeah. do you think about that? I think, I mean, it's... I watched the trailer, first thing I'll say, it's very palpable that, yes, a woman directed it this time. Uh-huh. And, I mean, Margot Robbie is it's one It's gonna of the, be a yeah. more female... Yeah, it's a very female-driven uh, picture. And more feminist yeah, take more, on Harley Quinn, Yeah, more sure. feminist. I mean, I always hesitate to... Um, Put up Harley Quinn as a hero when yeah, feminist icon. <laughs> Always very hesitant because she is very murdery. But I mean, Margot Robbie is one of our great young actresses, so grab it. She can really. She'll. I, I felt, I, felt so I trust bad for her Margot hands, Robbie. Yeah. If um, listeners can re- recall that one episode where I talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a bit, that mm. there wasn't much given to her in that movie either. Yeah, but. I will. I mean, I. I mean, I liked Once Upon a Time, but um, I will say that Margot Robbie, given that nothing role, really just she she, ma- she added her own yeah, spunk to it. I think she did. She did. Like, I don't think that movie works if Margot Robbie wasn't wasn't as that. I know. Like, I mean, you had to play an icon. Uh huh. Like Sharon Tate, for better or worse, is iconic, and Margot Robbie is able to embody that, even uh-huh. if it's obvious that Tarantino didn't give her a lot. Yeah. And that's just a testament to her skill as an actress. Very good. I mean, it's exciting to see Harley Quinn on her own. Yeah. I mean, not on her not own. Not on her own, I mean, you know. She has a girl squad now. Girl group group. <laughs> um, and like, Shepre. A lot of people have been saying on online, parang, oh, Joker and Harley's love is like the most ideal love out there. Parang, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's my it's my le- one of my least favorite misconceptions, like yeah. misunderstandings of what love yeah, is. Of what love to be. is. Of what Hello, that Father relationship Dakanai. is. Yeah, it's you know, I mean, Joker the Valentine's Harley, special, Father yeah. Dakanai will get um, <laughs> Father Dakanai will be our guest um, to listeners out there who aren't from who, who don't know profs from Ateneo but Father Dakanai is our theology profs and he tackles 
love among a lot of other, other things. things. I think magkaklase tayo dun sa... Were we? Basta, I'm, yeah, I think so. I think, I think so. we I think were so. classmates. Big class, big class. Uh, and were you the Beatles? You were the Beatles? No. no. Yes? No. 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 Anyway, I would parang, maybe that's a fun episode where a priest dissects love scene in pop culture. Yeah. We'll see, we'll in see. In general. We'll see. February pa yun. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, buhay pa tayo na. <laughs> so, anyway, and... The last Joker, speaking of Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, is most recently played by Jared Leto. And he himself is a very divisive Joker. Yeah. I mean, ako, I, I, it was an interesting take on the Joker. It was new. It was method acting. It was crazy. I don't know. Ibang level siya. I'd, I'd, I'm personally someone who doesn't really... I mean, sure, I give constructive criticism and parang I just... Sometimes I dissent some things or mm-hmm. I I criticize some things. Pero sometimes I'm just like, why can't we enjoy everything as they are and not hate it too much? I mean, the Green Lantern movie, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I didn't hate, hate it. Parang... It was enjoyable. I mean, most movies are okay. That's the that's generally my guess. And you comment pa ni, ano, okay. comment. I mean, this is not DC, but you comment pa ni, um, which see full disclosure. I'm pro Scorsese. Scorsese, Scorsese <laughs> about um, yeah. the Marvel films not being cinema. Uh, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole I other mean, thing. I agree to a, a certain extent. I mean, I don't think I, I don't think it's an insult. I don't think he was yeah, meaning it's yeah. an insult. It's just it's not for him, especially if you're familiar with his work and what he likes. I'm a Scorsese fan fanboy, so yeah. Like yeah, if you're familiar yeah. with what he looks for in cinema, you get why he's not. You know why he would say that? I don't think he means it as a yeah yeah. Like we like theme parks. I like theme parks. Yeah, pero parang ano rin kasi at the same time. I get for, that it would rub some people the wrong way. Yeah, for a much lauded director, one of the most mm. critically acclaimed directors of our time, of all time, of all time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the time we've been alive, he's critically acclaimed. Uh, basically. Yeah. and parang for you to say that, siempre. James Gunn tweeted na parang oh I really look up to you and for you to call my movie something like this parang you know it's kind of disheartening mm. more than insulting I feel I get I mean I mean yeah. again it's that um it's that parang struggle yeah, it's between struggle. highbrow and lowbrow yeah. movies I think I mean it's for because Scorsese I think is it's I bristle at the thought of people labeling Scorsese as part of the establishment, uh-huh. you know, as highbrow, because if anything, he's always been pro expanding the canon. Um, uh-huh. He's been, he's always championed, say, film preservation across the world. Uh-huh. Uh, Martin Scorsese is also very, his foundation is very much responsible for, say, the Blu ray restorations of Manila sa Kokonaliwana, Insiang. Uh-huh. It's his foundation that really f- helped fund a lot of this. So, I mean, I'm, I don't think Scorsese defends the canon as much as he's just, he's a very passionate movie fan. Who yeah, yeah. Knows what he likes. And I think if, I think he's entitled to that opinion. I know how it Everyone might is rub some people yeah. the wrong way. I get it. But I also don't think he meant it but as... people shouldn't gatekeep yeah. Marvel movies as yeah. the end-all be-all of, like, movies. Yeah, Parang, yeah I mean... Siyempre, it's its own form of yeah. movie as well. And yeah, it has it its merits, technically. It 
I mean, story. I mean, it's who, very well made. I think he also who doesn't yeah. enjoy it. I he mean. also said, "Well, Scorsese." <laughs> <laughs> he said it. I mean, he says it's very well made, and I think Lang, for me, um, I don't think it's gonna hurt Marvel at all. Yeah. So I think. Um, ano lang siya? It's just yeah, like people, a- people getting hurt about it's just. I mean, Marvel is not the underdog here. So yeah. I am. I lean towards the director who's. Move who is the most critical claimed director of his time, but couldn't even get his movie made without Netflix. So it's yeah, that's the kind of movie landscape we live in. So I'm inclined to side with the underdog. And who wouldn't want to watch his new movie, The Irishman? The Irishman. Let's go. Cool. Three and a half hours. I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, abangan natin yan. I'm not. I'm it's not, gonna be out on Netflix. So I hope everyone. Gets I'm not taking sides here yeah. in this discussion and. We're not being yeah, sidetracked not sides, here because you know? I, uh, also we're not being. Everyone's side- valid, you know. Everyone. I think it's. I think it was like really poorly covered. Uh-huh. But you know, it's really just. He's a film fan. He has his opinion about movies, and and we all do. Yeah, we all do. We all have our opinions about movies. Uh-huh. And that's, not to that's be what makes this whole thing fun. But Joker itself is inspired by his films. Oh, right? more Joker. than inspired. Yeah, I mean. It's basically Taxi Driver. Ta- taxi Driver remake with a little. It's basically Taxi Driver and the King of Comedy smooshed together. <laughs> so anyway, you know, not a bad thing in its own in itself. Ayun. So we're back to the movie. Back to the joke. Because we live in a society. Indeed. Society. And you know, this has been one of the more divisive films of the year. If Perhaps the most. That, I think. Is it? I think so. For the year. Um. Shempre. Let's talk about The Joker, which is directed by Todd Phillips, who is known f- most known for his work on The Hangover, the Hangover series. series. Um, this is set in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, for anyone who hasn't watched The Joker at this point yet, Spoilers. spoiler alert, as you know in each popcorn discussion of pop culture, we spoil a lot. And this Joker film is set in the 80s, not necessarily canon in the yeah. DCEU, not as of yet. Yeah. We don't know. Well, the DCEU is in a weird place. And we'll they're really restructuring. about that a bit later. Yeah. And it shows the story of Arthur Fleck, who becomes the Joker, like his trajectory mm-hmm. into becoming the Joker and what he does as the Joker. So it's very moody, you can say that. Broody. Uh huh, and it's in Gotham City, yeah. and yeah. I guess let's just talk about which side are you on in this divisiveness about Joker. I'm pretty much on the sax okay lang ako side. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been much talked about, and it's been talked about so much on the internet right now. If you can see Twitter, ang daming. I'm on my Instagram stories people are like spectacular amazing Facebook it's, if you read yeah. if, if it's reached Facebook you know it's you know, you know it's having there. a moment yeah and people are like oh this is brilliant a breathtaking and all that yeah. um my take is I enjoyed it it's a superhero I mean super villain yeah. movie it's yeah a great performance by Joaquin Phoenix but it wasn't too compelling on my end but mm-hmm. there wasn't anything that moved me, mm-hmm. or at least, but because with movies that has an anti-hero or like a villain, I know this is a bad example, like Maleficent. Kind of like the, parang the point I think for these 
a lot of these films might be to for the public to have some sort of maawa ka or mm-hmm. magagets mo kung saan nagagalang yung character na yun. And which this movie does with Joker, you get where he's coming from. But there wasn't anything that really like compelled me to be moved by emotion. So, but I enjoyed watching it mm-hmm. for sure. So that's my my take on it. Ikaw, I think you have a bit less of a... <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I mean, it's well made. It's there are a lot of really remarkable shots in Joker. I think the movie is one of. I mean, give credit where it's due. The way it looks, the aesthetic is really so good. So good. So good, so good. I mean, just the way the movie inters intersects these colorful. Artificial, bright colors. The costumes were so the costumes were so great. So good. Like Joker's, like little red suit. That I want that red suit. That red suit <laughs> and just the way it interplays with, especially in the last part when he finally yeah. makes it on, the, on Murray the Franklin stairs. show, the stairs, <laughs> and then. I think about the shot where he's like waiting Joaquin to be called Phoenix out. Like <laughs> I think about the shot with the curtains where he's waiting to be called out, and then the way the colors dance. I mean, I think that's yeah. the best shot in the movie. Yeah. It's a well-made film. And that whole sequence. Yeah, that whole sequence in the uh, just, Murray show. Yeah, just the whole Murray show sequence is well-made. Uh huh. But and speaking of the yeah. first Scorsese universe, Robert De Niro himself, Robert De Niro, who was in Taxi, who was in Taxi and the King of yeah, Comedy, which I would is argue here is Murray, like. Marie Franklin. Marie Franklin. Yeah, but you know, it's a it's an exceedingly well made movie that is terribly like it's just it's a it's an it's awfully written. I think. I mean, I think the script tries too hard. There's a nuance. The statements it wants to make are very nuanced. It's an interesting dynamic, you know, about how the rich perceive the poor and how uh-huh. the dynamic of the poor. But parang it's just yeah, very. The, but it's. I don't think the movie's interested no in that. Depth into the writing. Yeah. yeah, it's not interested in talking about. Okay, so what exactly is Gotham's poor going through uh-huh. aside from just the general state of being? And poor. he's a white guy. <laughs> he's a. He's a. I mean, yeah. Regardless of what, he's a white dude, and I think it's very convenient that. The movie casts like the mobs are all in clown cost clown masks. Yeah, it's convenient because it essentially makes the notion of the marginalized monolithic, like you know, the marginalized are clowns. They caught on. Yeah, but it eliminates all the nuance. I think, and I don't think the movie is interested in that. The movie isn't interested in depicting a society. In uh-huh. that, it just wants to Walang depict society that it's shadow. a society. You know, it's a society as more of a setting yeah. than a, a, like yeah. uh, a character yeah. of its own As yeah. it's parang Denny was here when we talked about Parasite mm-hmm. and that about society yeah. was definitely yeah, that worked, we live in know. a society and but that was that has encapsulated meaning in one house in yeah. two families and yeah. this one parang like in the thing about like I mean I've seen the Parasite comparison made and I think what Parasite does is it actually gives us insight into what these people go through. Unlike Joker, I think, which is very 
I think, narrow in its focus. And it's not interested at all in describing the society in which we live in. It just had a point it wanted to be made that, okay, this is the creation of the yeah. Joker. But aside yeah. from that, it, parang it yeah. doesn't really have yeah. much bearing into making people mm-hmm. think Which about... frustrates me because it so obviously wants us to think it's smart. And yeah. like, it's fine if you're a dumb Joker movie. I don't <laughs> really, like, I'm not... I don't need my movie smart, but... I don't like it. I think it's... I don't like it. And I think it's often... I don't want to use the word dangerous because I think this movie is... is It doesn't... is too boilerplate to actually be dangerous. Uh-huh. But it's always... And the media yeah. kind of wants yeah. it to be... The marketing team is doing a yeah, great job. Yeah, yeah, It scares me when the movie wants us to believe it's smart. You know? And parang I think the, the media wants the Joker movie to be like a starting point of some riot na yeah, I mean, parang people will be inspired yeah. by it or what I don't yeah, that's know the, that's the that's the marketing team you know <laughs> I mean I think they did a really I mean the marketing team did a really great job to sensationalize this movie uh-huh. but if you've seen it you'll kind of get but that I, 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 syempre, it, right? we're, we're on we're kind of like on differing sides but also on some I think same, we're the same side I mean I don't I don't hate it I hate but the you, discussion. Yeah, but I don't yeah. hate it. I mean, I, I, I wonder lang what people who love it actually have to say about it. I mean, if we had a third person on here who uh, actually loved it, like, wow, brilliant. Yung mga nagsabi ng brilliant, yeah. breathtaking, uh, amazing, all those adjectives. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's just... Yeah, I mean, I get I'm, it. I mean, that's it. You know, I'm bothered. Joaquin by Phoenix's performance. That I though, mean, wow. That, I get, I get how that 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 makes up for a lot. I think for a lot of people deserves awards. I think he does a really great. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is one of our great Oscar-less actors, and this is also like the most Joaquin from Phoenix movie, role from the movie. She <laughs> did you see that tweet? Yeah. <laughs> Someone was like, "Yeah, ang galing ni Joker, galing siya sa movie na She." she. <laughs> I mean, Joaquin, I mean, yeah. they're not wrong. At yeah, least they wrong. know about the pronoun. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the wrong tense. But, you know, Joaquin is... This is the most Joaquin Phoenix role. He's always playing the awkward white dude. Uh-huh. And he really embodies yeah. the character. And, yeah, it's, he, he, he appreciates his physicality. And it's... The fact that yeah. he lost how many pounds? 80 pounds for this role? Was it 80? I thought it was like 60, but like, you know, Something whatever. Like that. He lost like a lot of weight for the role. And But beyond that, he just, the way he moves, you notice that he carries himself with this fragility. And he builds this character really brick from brick. Uh-huh. You know, and I think that makes up for a lot. If the, the writing yeah. isn't nuanced, his performance is... His, his performance really goes above and beyond. I would the not... script. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be upset if he won, like, Best Actor. Even if I'm not a big fan of the movie, I'm not a fan of the movie yeah. at all. I wouldn't be upset. If you deserve it, you deserve yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's not, like, it. it's not like last year's Best Actor winner. Oof. It's not Lip Sync Battle with fake teeth. It's <laughs> an actual performance with meat on its bones. And I'm really... It's the one Oscar I wouldn't find Joker winning. And... Baka feeling ko kasi na, you know, some people may have equated the brilliance of Joaquin Phoenix's yeah. performance, equating it to the movie yeah. itself. Parang mm. madadala ka kasi sa... Yeah, madadala ka. You're really drawn into his world. Yeah. And you don't know that the movie, like, is trying to use that to say something bigger. Uh-huh. That it doesn't earn. Yeah. I think I'm most... 
discomforted by when people talk about Joker as if it was a compassionate movie, as in, is it a movie that cared? Because I think there's this, there's this one scene, this one scene that always bothered me, and it bothered me even more the more I think about it. It's, okay, spoiler alert, it's the scene where he finally loses it, and then uh-huh. he's putting makeup on, uh-huh. and then his two co-workers visit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, right, he kills one. And that's fine, because that guy was kind of a jerk. But then there's this one bit, and it's not a Joker thing. He... The other guy is played by a midget. Yeah. And then he tries to go, tries to leave because Joker's like, you can leave. You're the only one nice to me. But the lock is really high. Yeah. And you can't yeah. reach it. And I, th- I think that opens it. <laughs> that alone disqualifies the movie, I think, from any read of it's a compassionate and sympathetic, like, it really cares about side. Because it this is a really mean-spirited joke the movie just throws in there for no reason and it just i think it encapsulates that this movie is talking about ideas it is just not it ready to it tackle, get there. You know? it's just it's a very mean film which is fine if it Maybe weren't it trying so hard to be Todd not mean. Phillips yeah his humor is really mean humor talaga. I mean, and you know him on the press junket has been a disaster i mean i talked about this last week by myself uh, <laughs> he made some comments regarding yeah, about how you can't these make days. comedy these days like hello phoebe waller bridge yes fleabag but <laughs> uh, parang yeah, and even, one of the examples even one of like even one of his cast members like mark Myron, yeah. called him out on twitter if you can't just if you can't punch up you know punch sideways or punch yeah, yourself yeah you know it's just the fact that yeah. an actor from your own movie, movie has to say something uh dissenting yeah. your opinion on that yeah it's just it's if you can't be funny without being mean, offen- to, mean people. <laughs> to people who don't deserve who you know are already suffering Actually, enough as it is. Actually, like yeah. small person jokes within the movie, right? Yeah, it's, like it, that one yeah. part where he was like, oh, why aren't they looking for me as yeah. a, the perpetrator yeah. of the murder? And they were like, oh, because there's... The, yeah. the the killer wasn't yeah. described as a small person. Yeah. Something that's, like that. For me, I mean, that's okay because I mean, everyone in the movie is a jerk and it's established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, the yeah. universe of the movie is mean with that one joke. And like, I don't want to, not even to get into how the movie uses the women uh-huh. in it. Very, really bad. I mean, Zazie beats is wasted, I think, in a very gross way. I mean, I think if you notice even all of the mother yeah. of. Yeah. Joker, yeah, but Frances Conroy is so good. Yeah, but she's she so is. She is wasted in like I think she. I think the movie asks her to play this character. I don't think the script cared about other characters. Yeah, from Joker. Every character. Every character is one dimensional. Yeah, one dimension exists to contribute to that origin story, and yeah. I just find that very uninteresting. Yeah, totally. So it's very, it's very. But I don't. But while watching it, I did. While I did enjoy it, I kind of felt like. Is this necessary to have this movie? It's, Parang, yeah, okay. I, th- I think the movie is just very... It's You know how they say that, you know, there's a tendency for like... Especially like, you can't avoid it with Joker as a white male. Uh-huh. It's, you know, how everything's about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this movie is about a lot of... Th- I mean, I don't see a purpose for Zazie Beats or even like the two social workers in the movie. Aside from... 
to function as someone who listens to him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he even complains that they don't listen to him. Yeah. And it's obvious that the movie doesn't care about these characters. At the same time that it purport it tries to pass Joker off as a stand-in for a frustrated lower class when even the other members of its lower class the movie just doesn't care about. I don't want So it, there's just all sorts of it's all sorts of shoddy in terms of its writing and it really I mean, I think it takes away from a movie that could have been great simply Joaquin because Phoenix Joaquin just Phoenix like, just brings it. Yeah, parang he carries the weight yeah, he, that um, everything, parang everything else that the script lacks. Yeah, everything that the script lacks, Joaquin just elevates, and, he elevates it. Yeah, and it's kind of unfortunate that it distracts <laughs> from a bad movie rather than supports a good one. Yeah, so parang, you know, I'm just midway here. I'm not gonna say it's brilliant although his performance was his performance I guess was. because we're talking about the Joker yeah I guess let's talk about mental health because I mean pretty much I mean not a spoiler but the yeah. plot point or the character of the Joker himself is really a depiction of someone who's yeah. suffering through mental, mental health, health issues but and today yeah. the day we're releasing this episode is actually mental health awareness day happy mental happy mm, happy mental, well, ha- mental health awareness day get some mental health rest yeah I, I mean today. I, I just want to talk about that a bit Siyempre, yeah. nga, the Joker has always been yeah an epitome of it or Joker has always been this being of anarchy so yeah. I mean that's what that's what I've seen I'm not a big like comics historian but the Joker this Joker movie in particular deals with mental health a lot yeah. especially in the, in the, the beginning the, intersec- yeah, the intersection of mental health with class uh-huh. which is again an interest a lot like a lot of its ideas interesting and abstract though I don't I I found myself left cold by how it tackles it, but yeah, it's interesting it, that it. But it just there. leaves it behind at I, some point. Yeah, I think it's it sticks with me that it it's left very vague. Uh-huh. In especially now where we're very frank about mental health, it's very it's something we talk about, we study, we dissect. For a movie like Joker to really just hide behind he has a mental health problem and mental health problems when left untreated are dangerous i feel like that's a step back but the fact that it brings these the fact that it brings this intersection of mental health and class i think is an interesting idea that it just doesn't know what to do with yeah just yeah with a lot it's an interesting thing to talk about i guess modern day jokers yeah not parang, I, I, I think me saying op- epitome was like kind of like yeah, putting it out there yeah. I mean throwing it parang, um, parang yeah. an exaggeration yeah, I mean, they're, pretty much they're, they're much more yeah. iconic just remi- Joker just reminds you of all the movies and TV shows that have done mental health depiction right um, shout out to Bojack Horseman uh-huh. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend Unbreakable yeah. Kimmy Schmidt all these shows are complete on Philippine Netflix <laughs> if you want to see how to really depict mental yeah, health yeah and pero parang I think for me if I just have a good memory na parang Joker can be seen as one person suffering yeah, it is it is ultimately one person yeah. that's why we have this Joker film to try to mm find his origins and where he's coming from because yeah. all along we've de- depicted Joker as just point blank crazy yeah. and the motivation yeah. sense as to why he yeah. wants to like make I mean, havoc wreck havoc on some people Gotham. just want to watch the world burn yeah Heath yeah Ledger's Joker says exactly so parang maganda rin naman na may ganitong yeah. discussion na parang let's talk about mental health yeah it's a bit. good it's good to talk about mental health yeah parang 
you know, at the end of the day, everyone has their moments mm-hmm. of like mental health issues, some more than others. Mm-hmm. And you know, ako parang take care of yourself, everyone. Yeah. And if you can't commit to yourself, look for other people yeah. who will help you. And there are a lot of like places mm-hmm. out there. There's Hopeline yeah. you can call. There's other your friends you can rely on your mm-hmm. family but sometimes they're not yeah enough. sometimes you, you know it's not and especially it's a lot to put on them like you you figure out especially again like again in the like since we're springboarding from joker and the idea of mental health mental health issues from like the lower class uh-huh. from people who don't exactly have the means to seek out professional help uh, an interesting scene is when his medication gets cut you know yeah. so just springboard from that I mean it's just mental health is a personal issue certainly but it's also a very political issue and but I think but it is yeah, an issue it is an issue Let's that affects all of us that. you know <laughs> And, you know, it's, it is an issue. It's, I mean, I think I read, I saw like a post about how it's one of the most neglected issues. Cause it's not, you know, it's not, it's only come to light in the yeah, last It's very recent, years. you know, it's very recent that we've taken it seriously and as an issue. And recognized it as an actual. Yeah. As an actual issue that yeah. affects all of us. And it's just, it's good to understand it from a personal standpoint that we have to take care of ourselves. We have to take care of the people around us as best as we can without sacrificing, taking care of ourselves. Uh-huh. And we have to also be cognizant of aware that there's a political dimension to the mental health discussion Yeah, that sometimes it's not like the notion of good vibes feels shallow against it, but yeah. it's, you know, it's, we're all doing our best. I hope, I hope yeah. we're all doing our best and hopefully this, mental health awareness day you can not just be aware of other people's mental health or the way society conceives of mental health yeah not just your own mental health but just this whole interplay between like the whole complicated mental health discussion i which i am not like nearly qualified enough to get into the weeds of but it's a discussion that is happening i'm glad it's happening and i hope that it is a i hope that the end result is a glimmer of you know hope for everyone and accessibility for everyone to have you know to be fully uh to be able to address their mental health yes you know exactly and especially here in the philippines the some people from the older generations will say Alam mo, magtiwala ka lang sa Diyos. Pagdasal mo lang yan. Mm. Everything will go away. Be happy and all that. Mm. But you know, it's not the end all be all. Mm. Yes, uh, religion has its role in our society, in our lives. Mm. And it plays that it plays a certain role and a certain, you know, hope. It gives you hope kasi talaga. But you can't completely rely on faith alone because that's not the thing that will solve it magically jesus is will just not snap a finger and make you happy or make you satisfied with how you're going your life yeah yeah i mean there's that there's that stigma i think still with the older generation who don't really understand like the like it's we we're not comfortable with things we don't understand i think in general and especially um as you get older so i mean i try to be understanding but also it's a discussion that is happening it's backed by scientific research and it's you know you gotta be cognizant of that reality Uh you know that you can't 
pray the depression away. Yeah. And siguro I'd like to talk lang a bit about some personal anecdotes about mental health. Because I hope, honestly, I just went through like a breakdown the last few days. Two, two days ago, actually. Mm-hmm. Parang, I never really expected myself to be in that position, this position mm-hmm. na parang, I'm so down. I haven't felt this down in my life. I mean, I don't think I'm diagnosed with any specific mental health um, like you're not diagnosed yeah, I'm not diagnosed at all or I'm, I'm parang, I don't think I have a life long like parang, uh, I don't know yeah. how to say that chronic but, yeah, yeah I don't, don't have, have a chronic, chronic illness yeah. mental health illness but parang, at this point in my life there's been a lot of anxiety that's yeah. you know building up because of work issues and the last two days haven't been as good parang in fact, um, parang I wasn't even bent on like having an episode this week because mm. of that mental headspace. And parang ako, oh, perfect. We're talking about Joker. We can talk about mental health. And parang I, I never, I never thought that my experiences ko yung ganun. Kasi parang mm-hmm. I'm this happy person you always see. But you know, sometimes. People carry it so well, yeah. and you can't really say na oh masaya lang siya, masaya siyang tao, and hanggang dun lang yon. Mm-hmm. Pero sure, sometimes people go through a lot, and personally, grabe pala talaga yung na experience pa pag ganon eh. Parang ako palang this is just like probably low level anxiety, but that kind of anxiety na I couldn't there two days ago I couldn't I couldn't sleep at all because of that thing that happened at work. And that was just crazy. I was awake for 36 hours straight. <laughs> I took a day off after because I just needed to relax and all That's that. Right. But it's the right thing to do. It's great that I was posting about it then on social media, mm. not to ask for some sympathy or whatever, but a lot of people responding, I hope you're okay, blah, blah, blah. I, I just, I'm just happy that the, I know that there are people out there mm. I can rely on. I mean... Yeah. My, even my mom I don't really uh, parang syempre to them it's not mental health il- a mental health illness naman but the way you tell them is parang you know the work hasn't been there parang you just put take care of yourself talaga and uh, just look after yourself know whether you're the environment you're at is healthy for you and just Keep yourself going and try to push hard. And with things such as such as this show, na para this is my creative outlet where I get to talk to my friends and people I know about things that I love and things that people love. But you know, it's important lang na you know we're all aware of ourselves and we have people out there to look after us. Ikaw, Well, like I mean, I've always I think struggled with anxiety and depression. Like you, I'm not like actually diagnosed. Yeah. Though, and I mean, I still do. I still did. I did ask my psych professor if she could recommend me a therapist. You know, I mean, I was going through a bad time, but um, I I've always struggled with anxiety and depression. It's a thing I've had to learn to live with, and it's always it's helpful. I found. Uh, I mean, my professor told me to trust my friends more. Uh-huh. So it's this, you know, it's good to be to have that support system. It's good also to 
uh, understand, I feel like, to see yourself. For, for me personally, I found that it's good to see that repli- reflected in, like, art, the art I consume. Yeah. Like, my favorite TV show is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is... Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> which is just this fantastic depiction of... Grabby. Yeah, just a woman's journey wow. to recovery. And it's just, it's so real and put very well-researched. <laughs> yeah, and put into song, which it actually interplays with the really mental health discussion. Really good songs. And, you know, it's... I've that show is close to my heart. Rachel Bloom is amazing. Is a genius. Another amazing showrunner and writer and creator. Yeah. Just you know, just she's a quintuple threat. It's, yeah, you know, it's it's a show that personally means a lot to me because you know I've struggled with the same issues. Yeah, well, not like I've never tried to kill anyone. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. But like you know, I've struggled with a lot of similar issues regarding self-esteem and stuff. And I think it's something. I think everyone. It's like you. Not like everyone needs mental help in the same way that we all need to go to the doctor for physical checkup. Sometimes we all, I think it would be good if we could all go to like a mental health, go to therapy, kind of like a mental health checkup. But it's also uh, understandable that that's not accessible to everyone. Again, I'm not a mental health expert. If you are interested in mental health, maybe follow um, Silakbo PH. Uh I saw that. I've seen their page. Yes, run by my friend Risa Coronel and her friends. So it's their a really great resource for all things mental health and through a Filipino lens. So if you're in- interested in the mental health discussion in the Philippines, uh, they're a good resource. I personally am not, can only speak to my own experience, yeah. but I think everyone goes through bad mental health um, episodes the same way we all get the flu and the same way we all sometimes sprain an ankle. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a reality. There's just really some seasons in your life Yeah, parang regardless if you're the happiest person in the world or you live in Disneyland or whatever, yeah. parang there's just there's gonna be some low points yeah. that lead up to the high points. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't it's not even caused by anything. Sometimes you're just yeah, gonna be bummed out for no reason. That's perfectly valid. Yeah, yeah. And uh it it just I, I just wanna say I guess it helps to rant and yes, to have people to rant to. Cause through that whole crisis I experienced that other day. Um I had my workmates, office mates who were amazing, who just like been been there to like help me cope up cope with that whole issue we were dealing with and you know it's just great to you just have to find someone and like the joker he didn't really have anyone to like talk to his problems about and if that was someone it was an imaginary person <laughs> and he hasn't found yeah. harley quinn yet at that <laughs> point in his life <laughs> it's yeah i mean it's to put it into words is a great way of making it concrete making it not to scary. acknowledge it yeah you well. you limit it you know yeah it's not this weird black mass inside your head it's it will eat you um, up because if you just yeah, keep if you it just keep it, it yourself certainly. as well so to, to everyone out there who's listening and may have their own issues experience have been diagnosed to all their friends out there we know a lot of people are going through a lot of things especially in this climate of you know things that are happening around the world it's a very stressful time it's a very to be stressful alive time and to be extremely alive. online if you are extremely yeah, online yeah uh, we're out, we're here for you and there are a lot of resources out there for you yes sometimes just, the resource is just your friend but your yeah. friend you know will be there will be there for you yeah sabi nga ng kanta sa friends <laughs> so i mean back to the joker i guess after that whole mental health break that we had it was it was it's helpful naman, i guess to yeah. get to talk about that as well and it's related to our topic but 
speaking of Joker and mental health and Harley Quinn, do you think this Joker will ever have its Harley Quinn? <laughs> Is it possible? Like, pero parang with the with the popularity of yeah. the Margot Robbie one, and it's just it's not the timelines don't sync. Yeah, I think. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the DCEU is in a weird state of flux. Yeah. You know, like they replaced Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck. Uh, Amy Adams is also, I think, in limbo about her place in the DCEU. She yeah. mentioned this in an interview with Nicole Kidman. And there's still an upcoming Flashpoint movie, which yeah. will require a lot of the major players in yeah. the DCEU universe. I will what say, does though, it really mean? that I am very excited for Robert Pattinson as Batman. Pattinson. Our Pattinson. <laughs> our, our Patman, well, whatever. We haven't come up with They said that yet. this Joker will be part of the DC Black series. DCEU yeah. Black. Yeah, and Joaquin Phoenix is game to do sequels. So, you know, it's a separate mini-universe. Yeah. It, it, it's super convoluted, yeah. the whole DC, DC films right now. But, parang, you know, as this as of this airing that we're talking about it, it's not part of the canon. Yeah, it's, and, it's its own thing. But what is the canon at this point, yeah, even? I mean, it's, I mean, we're getting Wonder Woman 1984, but yes. that's about it. I mean, I'm hyped for that. I'm I mean, excited for Birds of Prey. Those two for sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're getting an Aquaman Birds sequel. of Prey will be part of, I mean, Harley Quinn. Yeah. I mean, will you think Jared Leto will still appear at some point? I We don't know. We don't know because there's another Joker and it's... And there's it's another weird, Suicide Squad. Yeah. It's a weird... It's a weird time. It's a weird time. Weird time for the DCU. Parang, you know, they should have just gone and copied Marvel and became good at it than just trying not to be Marvel and failing at it. Well, I mean, I do appreciate that DC takes bigger swings. I will take Wonder Woman over a fair number of Marvel movies. Oh, just yeah. Just because it decides yeah. to take just such a big swing. And there's a... I think the DC universe is more open to hiring directors with, like concrete visions you know yeah, and i yeah. think there's well there's I a way where that can be done right marvel naman is trying to follow suit na rin with their choice of directors yeah, i in mean more recent films as i mean you, to have, the you have taika you have um ryan coogler yeah i think you have um i think chloe Zhao is doing a i think she's doing the eternals, the eternals or black yeah. widow Parang black no black widow, widow black widow ba i mean i I'm not sure, but you know, I mean, Chloe Zhao, who did The Rider, one of the most critically acclaimed movies of like last year. It's, you know, it's a really, it's a great opportunity, I think. And I think Chloe Zhao has a very, has a very distinct voice, and I hope Marvel preserves that the way that they were able to preserve enough of Taika. Joke, hindi pala yung Black Widow yun. I'm not quite sure which MCU movie that will be. I think it is The Eternals. I don't know who's directing Black Widow though. Kate Shortland nakalagay. Mm, interesting. Anyway, so yeah, I mean the it's, DCEU is still being yeah, yeah the Eternals uh, the, the DCEU is still you know it's, trying to it's retooling, itself. retooling yeah. Yeah, and the Batman I heard the one with Robert Pattinson this will be another standalone film. Yeah, it's not gonna I know it's not gonna intersect with Joker I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so you know I mean in the film itself the Joker it Parang it really also tries to tie itself with the Batman origin. Mm-hmm. And parang for me, that kind of that felt was forced. cheesy that for was forced. me and forced. It's, I mean, I've heard a lot of complaints. And I, I personally didn't mind 
But I also do I, think I, that I kind of knew they were going there. Parang, yeah. With the fact that they had Thomas Wayne as a character. Yeah. But it felt like Joker is in that sense just another Batman origin story, which kind of takes away from it a little bit because it's supposed to be like I the other side of the story. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that it's really just another stealth Batman origin story feels I like mean, it takes the Mickey a little bit out. have seen that so many times, yeah. haven't you learned? Yeah, Thomas Compa- Mark look, uh, look at Spider-Man and how it rebooted itself it without just, trying know, to... Skip the whole Uncle Ben thing. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's pretty much it, I guess, for our Joker discussion. Yeah. Is there any last word you'd like to say about this film? Um, Not a fan, <laughs> but I respect all your opinions. And I, but I do think you should just, you know, you should probably just spend your money on something else. Go Hustlers. <laughs> <laughs> hustlers is so good. Yes. So we'll be back with our last bit of popcorn after this break. Chart-topping pop R&B artist Austin Mahone with hits What About Love, Say You're Just a Friend, Dirty Work, Why Don't We, and brand new single Dancing With Nobody returns to Manila. Austin Mahone live in Manila this October 22nd, 2019 at the New Frontier Theater. SVIP Experience is also available plus a chance to win a meet-and-greet pass. Ticket sales have started at ticketnet.com.ph hashtag Austin Mahone 2019 Manila. And we're back for our last bit of popcorn, not popcorn, popcorn. And we're here, of course, at our last segment, which is the pop stop or our top picks and recommendations for anything pop culture that we have consumed in the past week. So, Denny, take the lead. Okay, I've got three things I just thought of one like during the commercial break (laughs) so first I mean I'd love to recommend this I mean if you have like the emotional energy for it it's a very heavy show but I'd love to recommend um, Netflix's limited series Unbelievable starring Tony Collette Merritt Weaver and Caitlin Deaver who both give such fantastic performance I haven't been able to finish it's a Netflix original it's a Netflix original it's about the true story of a girl who uh, was sexually assaulted and uh, how police didn't believe her and how that affected her life it's a, such a tough watch I haven't finished it yet actually how many episodes is eight this? episodes eight. I haven't Fair finished one it yet season one season long all. it's limited series it's yeah, done okay. and it's just it's such a difficult watch especially because the movie is so accurate i it's very methodical in how it portrays it episode one is alone just an exercise in trauma because it shows how even the investigation process can be traumatic and i think that's something that is very real and something that should be discussed more Uh it's been getting some of the best reviews of the year i can co-sign it's spectacular Anchored with three great performances, yeah. Well, Tony Collette's there. Tony Collette, Merritt Weaver, who is honestly underappreciated, and Caitlin Deaver, uh, remember that name? She might win an Oscar in like 10 years, we'll see. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd also like, I mean, it's pretty old, it's been out a while, but shout out to Rad Astra. <laughs> I think it's still in cinemas, yeah, it's still select, cinemas, cinemas select cinemas out there, but you know, if you're listening to this from the future, then you can probably stream it somewhere or you have a download of yeah. it or a DVD of it if you still watch Definitely. DVDs. <laughs> it feels like the kind of movie we'll look back 10 years from now and be all like, wow, we slept on that one. Brad Pitt is wow. so good in it. When I, was, when I watched it, 
parang there weren't much people in the cinema either but I couldn't I couldn't not watch it yeah. and that was an experience yeah it's certainly one of the most beautifully shot movies of the year grab it it was really good just you know all those close ups of Brad Pitt's face being sad and you're like wow that was another brilliant was performance amazing I mean he's done two great things this year he's the He's the prohibitive favorite to win Best Supporting for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I think this performance deserves just as much attention, just in how he's able to tell Against such a Joaquin story. Phoenix. Joaquin, I mean, it's a loaded field. Joaquin, Adam Driver, and Adam Driver and Adam Sandler uh-huh. for their respective movies coming out in like December on Netflix. It's a loaded field, but you know, I don't think Brad Pitt's gonna get nominated. I don't think he has. I think they're gonna focus on nominating him for Once Upon a Time, but I do think it's a I performance. Mean, why not? That, if yeah, you can so get great. nominated for more. Things, yeah. right? Yeah, but it's just it's a remarkable performance in a movie that isn't perfect. It's pretty messy, but I think it'll outlive a lot of cleaner movies. Uh-huh. And okay, and third thing, and yeah, I, go down. about Ad Astra. I think right. the part about what struck me the most, it really moved me that last dial monologue from his character about how people Parang the relation of people and space and what how you need to appreciate yeah. what's already there and not what's out there. I yeah. mean that just that just struck yeah. me so much. Yeah, that's a that's a James Gray special. His last film, uh, The Lost City of Z, is also about or Zed. Lost City of Zed. <laughs> Wherever you're <Yeah>. from, <laughs> it's also about like a dad who. Like, does he also, have a yeah. dad issue? Does, does he have dad issues? He well, <laughs> I don't know. He's always interested in father, like, like stoic men going out to explore the unknown instead of going to therapy. Uh-huh. That's his vested interest. So it's always it's an interesting watch. It's like Dora, just went to the jungle instead of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we also have an episode about that Dora, I know Dora movie, go check it out if you it can. Bangs the Dora movie, it's fun, good. And your last record. My last thing, I just thought of it. If you can get your hands on Phoebe Waller Bridge's SNL episode <laughs> with Taylor Swift, <laughs> I highly recommend it because I think Phoebe Waller Bridge is a genius, as the Emmys will attest. And you have I a mean, copy. Uh, I have a VPN, so I can watch oh, the okay. skits on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the monologue is one of the best. Like I'm not usually an SNL guy, but even Phoebe Waller Bridge made SNL good. Like that's at this how, point. Yeah, yeah, at this point, it's so tired. But you know, Phoebe Waller Bridge is just. I haven't you can't seen her. Not her yet, be good. But uh, her monologue, palang, is think- already like amazing i think uh that episode alone is just pretty solid with phoebe and taylor in one episode yeah, i, mean, I that's... mean if you've seen the performances from taylor yeah they were really for, good though. super super good i mean she wrote she performed lover the title track of her album lover yeah. um false god and false god i, I, I mean the, the lover performance itself na parang on a piano by herself the way she wrote it wow Taylor Swift, I love you. And False God also for the first time live. Amazing. And I'm looking forward to seeing Phoebe's bits. Not Phoebe's bits, but Phoebe's. She does talk about her bits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's her, that's her humor. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, will, I would follow there that woman one, to the end of the Earlier years. this week, out of stress, I just watched like Phoebe Waller-Bridge interviews for like 20 minutes straight or 30 minutes straight. I'm so fascinated. She's... She's a legitimate genius, and we throw that term around a lot, but like at the risk of turning this into a P- PWB love fest, it's just I 
can't I can't think of anyone any comedian comedian even any artist I'm more excited to see what comes next from than Phoebe Waller and she signed like a new deal with Amazon HBO Prime. HBO, HBO. And Amazon and, Prime. Oh, and Amazon Prime. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so there's more. Yeah, she's TV doing an HBO Bridge show to run coming out yeah. soon. And you know, I I was just so sad because I found out Palana the time I was in New York earlier this year was her that, show. Her show was there, and I haven't really wa- I haven't really heard of Fleabag. Same at that time. me also. I was so in New was York like, at the time. I was why oh, man. It like previews. I was in New York in like March previews. I could have caught that, but well, but it's probably sold not. Out then it sold out pretty yeah. quick because I mean she's a superstar. We love you, Phoebe. Uh, we <laughs> love you, and we love you, Taylor Swift, as always. Well, yes, I love yes. her. Go listen to that episode, episode 13 as well. Uh, I think we're going to have a flea bag episode pretty soon as well. So go watch out for that. And for my pop stop this week, I have two recommendations. They're both music. First is the Super M mini album. So if you don't know what Super M is, they're a K-pop group, which is like an amal- ag- amalgamation of three members from three different k-pop groups so from they have members from shiny 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 i'm sorry k-pop fans exo and nct so seven members from those so the power of this i know and that mini album itself is so good walang tapon all bangers so it's amazing i'm not super into the boy group so much i mean i do listen to bts a lot also but a lot of the other music i listen to are from girl groups but super m they sold out their parang they just formed this group they built this group and they had the madison square garden show right off the bat and it sold out i mean if you have seven members from three different groups i'm sure it's like a super solid yeah. fan base already That's built in yeah built in uh, and the music video is pretty solid as well for their debut single dropping it's like jumping and popping <laughs> dropping they're dropping <laughs> <laughs> so go listen to the super m first mini album really great and love also just released his latest ep called how i'm feeling it's a six track ep with songs you might already be familiar with such as i'm so tired and um f i'm lonely and also there's six songs that are just sad forever is also there uh, drugs and the internet it's just a mood for me it's a mood i mean sobrang nakaka-relate ako dun all the emotions that love um articulates with these songs and that's what makes him such a good singer songwriter producer to me na you know the emotion so much emotion and it's still really good pop at the same time and all six songs in um how i'm feeling will be part of a larger album 21 track album imagine that mm-hmm. um next year yata so that's loud and super m for me and aside from that we just released our September pop mix on Spotify. There's a lot of great music out there as well. Just go listen to it. Maraming OPM and K-pop as well. And collabs everywhere, everywhere. So a lot of good music. Music heals. I felt better today just listening to music. 
And yeah, Arrow Arrow by Ben and Ben is a grower. I I'm, I've been loving it lately as well. So those are my pop stops for the week. And that's pretty much our episode for the week about clowns, Joker, mental jokers, health. mental health. A lot thank of things. You, thank you, Danny. It was a really great conversation we had today. Love to be here. Uh, we're looking forward to more episodes. And next week, abangan nyo na lang kung ano yung um, makikita nyo. Siyempre, go follow us on social media at Popcorn with Cholo at Popcorn W Cholo on IG, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere you can find social media. Of course, our show and podcast can be found everywhere as well. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever you stream your podcasts. And of course, Radio Katipunan, thank you as well as always. And you can also stream us there for our previous episodes the video and of course just messages for comments recommendations on what you'd like to see and who you'd like to see next here on popcorn so thank you guys for listening see you all next time goodbye bye i started a joke joke <laughs> <laughs> Set in the clouds.